a show on ESPN Central Texas. Now with his boogie shoes on and ready to talk Baylor athletics, here's Jerry Hill with John Morris. All right, Boogie on in here. Jerry Hill joins us now. Aaron giving it a little long run there on uh, Boogie I like, Shoes. I like it. I know, I do yeah. too. That's good. Yeah. Just let it breathe a little bit, Aaron. That's really good. Jamming on this side. I, I know you are. I have no question oh, yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing today? John, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for asking. It's no, the no, summer, no. Wait, wait. You know? How are you really doing today? Yeah, how are you really feeling? <laughs> Can we talk John, about your uh, your right knee? Um, we can talk about it. I don't know that anybody else out there is interested. Oh, sure but, they uh, are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, had a little tennis injury and uh, went and saw Dr. Haynes a week or so ago and, and uh, did x-rays, and then I did an MRI um, yesterday, actually. Um, and so I've got a – uh, an appointment set up to uh, visit with Dr. Haynes again, June 26th. Okay. Uh, he thinks it's a torn meniscus in my right knee, so that would that would require like a scope surgery. So I might be on crutches for a day or two. So you might have to help me on those those days. <laughs> I will help you. Yes, and <laughs> then uh, not not a lot of rehab though, really. So hopefully. My thought would be to maybe wait till after Big Twelve Media Days, and yeah. then you know have it have it then, and then be kind of ready to go for uh, football. I got you. And this, yeah. did you say this was a tennis injury? Did you say that? This was, this was a tennis injury, and yeah. it was honestly, John, it was one of the first times I've played in a long, long time, and I really had fun. It was, uh, you know, it was it was very competitive, uh, very intense. Andrew uh, Charbine was there, yeah. uh, Max Calderon and Shelby okay. Hills. Okay. Uh, Cody Soto was out there as well. So uh, we were we were all very competitive and, and maybe not great tennis players, but just very competitive. And uh, about 45 minutes in, I felt a little twinge in, uh, twinge in my right knee. And so I had to sit out the rest of the time. Eh. So I was going to ask, yeah. was there a moment when you felt like it happened or was it just sort of gradual and by the end of the night you felt like, uh, this doesn't feel so good? No, it was when I was still out there on the court. Actually, I originally or initially thought it might be my hamstring because, as you well know, I've had some <laughs> hamstring issues. <laughs> I did um, know that. <laughs> yes, in kickball last year. Actually. Kickball, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was thinking it was my ham because I felt it kind of pull behind there. Um, but then, you know, when I kind of took a break a minute and, um, actually went inside to the tennis training room and got trainer. some ice. Yep. Trainer. Trainer. We, we have a trainer over here. We have a, we have an injury timeout. <laughs> yep. So, they're used to that with me. I think I've, I think I've worked with just about every It's Jerry again. Through Baylor. <laughs> I really miss Mike Sims, man. He was yeah. like my doctor for how many ever years. Oh, I hope Mike is listening. But yes, yeah. I, so I iced it a little bit, and I've, I've that's kind of what I've done since then is ice it uh, at night and stuff, just to kind of, you know, help keep the swelling down, that kind of thing. I got gotcha. you. 
So, Aaron, it's it's really a well-crafted plan by Jerry because he's got this brace on his knee, right? Because yeah. of the injury. So you you wear you got to wear shorts with the brace. Oh, absolutely. That right? worked out. You got to wear shorts. Yeah. 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 So really yeah. up until today, uh yeah. Jerry's been wearing shorts to work. So I yeah. think and I told you you should keep wearing sport shorts every day. Yeah, what? I just I felt like I was getting some sideway looks yesterday. <laughs> so I thought maybe and it and it will the brace it's not even a brace it's just kind of like yeah, a I mean, sleeve. It's a, it's a sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it fits under the pants but i was just kind of using it as an excuse to wear shorts i mean we know what we know what the temperature is outside so shorts are much preferable to any kind of long pants have we talked my knee enough i know no aaron has something to add well, no, I'm just, move on. i was just going to give you credit that's a brilliant way to be able to I know. wear shorts I know. to work luckily i can yeah. wear yeah. shorts to my job but in the future if that comes up I may just have Aaron, a can, knee injury, and I'm doing help, air quotes. I can always help you with excuses. You know, I, I, I'm really good at excuses. So All right. Just call on me anytime. This is legit, so uh, okay. we're not making light of your your knee injury at all. No. And hope everything's fine. okay. Thank you. All right. Very good. All right. Uh, let's do talk about, uh, well, let's talk about some other athletes, others in addition to yourself. Like talk Baylor. about athletic people. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Baylor track and field yeah. wrapped up yeah. the NCAA championships down in Austin. You were down there uh, a good amount of time. Did yeah. you enjoy uh, the coverage of the NCAA outdoor track and field championships? I did, John. And, you know, I think I've talked to you about it before, but I, I track for whatever reason is one of those sports that I really enjoy. Right. Um, I just like watching it. And, and I mean, you see some of the best athletes in the world out there. So I just get a kick out of what, like, it was good having some Baylor folks down there, but I enjoyed watching really other events and stuff too. I mean, there's just so many phenomenal athletes down there and just, you know, the great events and, you know, you know, photo finishes, that kind of thing. So I, I enjoy the heck out of track. So, um, you know, when I was doing high schools, the state track meet was probably my favorite event of the year. And I'm kind of different, I guess, a little bit in that, but I really do like track. And yeah, it was a it was a fun four days um, down in Austin. Um, I was I was going back and forth, so that was a little bit trying. Right. Um, but you know, it was great. I loved being down there, and and uh, again, just I mean, I always like when it's in Eugene. It's a great place um, to have an NCAA track meet, but it's kind of cool too to have it in Austin where it wasn't cool at all. But, yeah. Not cool. Um, yeah. It, it, uh, it, it's nice to be able to, you know, just kind of, uh, drive right down the road and see an NCAA championship like that. Any Bucky stops along the way, all those trips, back you know, and forth. there were, there were a few times where I thought about particularly even late at night, stopping by there and getting a barbecue sandwich, oh, but I yeah. did not do a Bucky stop. Huh. Um, I think on one of the trips, um, you know where Wahlberg is? Wahlberg? There's a Wahlberg exit. Okay. Um, yeah, so they, it's, it's kind of a Bucky's-type place. Okay. So one of the trips I did stop there. But, okay. Uh, yeah, so there you go. I right. went, what did I make, eight trips total without a Bucky's trip? Did you really? Eight? You would have you you made eight yeah. trips probably to Bucky's. But, so, yeah, yeah maybe six. But yeah. four four trips up and down I thirty yeah. five between Waco and yeah. Austin and zero Ooh. Buckies. All right, zero. Well, All right. I'm, I'm, 
I, I hate not advertising for them because I do love the place. Yeah, it's, it's I know. Great, he, great bathrooms too. <laughs> yeah, true. That's another story. All right, yeah. what? What? Uh, how about Na- Na- Nathaniel Ezekiel? How about his yeah. performance in the four hundred hurdles? It was unbelievable. I mean, he is so good, and and uh, you know, and him, and really Zaza too. They, you know, they both um, had bronze medal finishes um, better than they did last year, and both of them were disappointed. You know, they thought. I think both of them felt like they could have, maybe even should have won it, um, which you want to have. I mean, both those are sophomores too, so yeah. they're going to have some more chances at it, but both of them were kind of disappointed in what they did. Um, you know, Nathaniel missed a silver medal by one hundredth of a second. Right. That's how close he was to the second place guy. Got beat by a couple of guys from Alabama, but uh, I mean, he's clearly, you know, one of the best, um, you know, and I would say right now, he's probably one of the best in the world at that event, you know, yeah. the 400 meter hurdles. Um, he's got a chance, I think this summer to compete for Nigeria and, and go to the world championships, which I believe are in Hungary. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, he's got a chance to do that. And I think Zaza does too. He, he finished third in the javelin. Um, and again, I think he was a little disappointed in his performance because I think it was through the first two throws, John, he was actually in the lead and he said he just didn't respond. I think it was Pedigo from LSU that passed him mm. and he just didn't really respond. And then Ethan Dabbs from Virginia passed him. Uh, maybe in the fifth or sixth round, but um, he was kind of a little disappointed in that, that he, it was almost kind of a mental thing that he didn't respond because he felt like this was maybe the first time all year where he was a hundred percent physically. Um, and he, you know, I mean, he threw two fifty seven one, which is huge in the javelin. Um, but yeah, he still was disappointed that he didn't win it. All right. Who else, uh, men or women really caught your attention with their performances there? You know, John, I think uh, the one that kind of jumps out at me, just because I think they were a little bit of a surprise, is the four-by-one relay on the women's side. I mean, they were one that, you know, it was kind of really close on them not even getting through the NCAA West prelim. So they were certainly a long shot even to make it to the final. Um, you know, and they, they you know, they, they, the crazy thing about track, and this, I, I had this discussion with Coach Ford, they send nine to the finals. This is in every event. They send nine to the finals, and it's because there's nine lanes. But <laughs> even in the field events, they send nine to the finals and only eight score. Weird. So you're under a little bit of pressure to be like, I got to beat somebody, yeah. or I'm not even going to score. Yeah. So you go through all those, you know, heats and and rounds and stuff, and you're in the final, and you still got to beat somebody. And I think it was USC that they beat, and they beat them by one hundredth of a second oh my again. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, and but set a school record. They set a school record in the semifinals and in the final and finished eighth. But, again, they scored, and they were all Americans. Um, so, you know, congratulations to those guys. It was Mariah Ayers, uh, Ima Yuko, Bria Bullard, and Michaela Francois on the uh, 4x1 relay. And then both the men's and the women's 4x4 relays placed uh, in the top six. So, again, just, you know, great years for those. The women – um, they missed, I think they missed their school record by less than a second. Uh, they ran three twenty-seven, uh, and, and that was without Kavia Francis, who's been one of their, you know, top, you know, girls on the relay and, and she wasn't available. So they had to run Jasmine grind. Who's another 400 meter hurdler. And she ran the third leg for them, but they were, they were able to get through the semifinals and then finish third in the men. Same thing. Um, you know, they were able to get to the final and, 
And I know they were disappointed. They thought they could have done better than that. I think they ran 301-63 in the, in the final uh, and finished sixth. Um, but, you know, again, they felt like they could do better than that. They felt like they could go under three. And, right. and I think maybe if they had had everybody fully healthy, I think they could have done that, but just just weren't able to do it. But, you know, ran one of the fastest times ever and, and finished sixth. Do we know yet who might be continuing on, uh, you know, USA championships later this summer? You mentioned uh, Zaza yeah. and Nathaniel maybe for Nigeria right. this summer. Do we do we know a list yet of who might be moving on there? You know, John, I was looking to see if there was, uh, you know, an entry status that I could find anywhere, and I couldn't. Okay. It is uh, June or July yeah, July 6th through the 9th in Eugene, and that's both for the USA – you know, the, uh, I don't even know what you would call it, the the real championships, and then also the under-20 okay. championships are both there at the same time. <laughs> right. So my thought is we'll probably have some there in the under-20 for sure, and then I think we'll have at least some limited number of uh, entries, uh, you know, uh, in the main championships as well. Another one I probably should mention, John, that I, um, and I featured her, you know, leading into it was Anna Maria yeah. Custarellis. And she came so close to placing again. Uh, now in the ten thousand meters, thankfully they don't have to do that twice in the week. They only do it once. Yeah. But you know, out of twenty-four people, she was in the lead pack for. So it's a twenty-four lap race. Good grief. Um, and she was in the lead pack of about six or seven runners for uh, twenty laps for eighty-four hundred mm. meters. Right. And then she just kind of faded back a little bit and finished ninth again. I think she was disappointed. But, you know, amazing year for her because she had never even made an NCAA championship like that, um, you know, in her previous stops at uh, Xavier in New Mexico. So great for her, great for Coach Barnett to get her there, too. And, and she might, you know, compete uh, in the USA Championships because I think she's really close to the – because I did look up the standards, and she's really close to the standard in the 10,000, and they'll take a certain number regardless of whether they meet that standard. So she's got a chance to be there. Yeah. Very good. How would your knee hold up uh, in 24 laps around the track? Um, John, I couldn't even walk that far. Uh, (laughs) It'd be a week. It'd be a week of walking for you and me. I just just started sweating thinking about doing (laughs) 24 laps around the track. 24. That would be be a little bit too much for me. Yeah. God bless her. That's great. Yeah. Jerry Hill, our guest, uh, Baylor Insider, Baylor Athletics. Um, we heard from Coach Nikki Collin yesterday. That's always fun. What was your major uh, takeaway from Coach Collin meeting with the media? Yeah, I thought it was great, um, as she usually is. She'll, she'll talk for a while. She likes to talk. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think, John, one of the main things, and, and, and I really appreciated this, is I kind of got a little better grasp of the team. Um, you know, with what they got out of the transfer portal and, and the you know, and the newcomers coming in, I think I got a better idea of, of what this team might look like. And I think they could be quite a bit better uh, than they were last year. And, and, you know, I think somebody asked her, too, like, what, what were you looking for in the transfer portal? What kind of thing? And I think toughness was one of them. But she was also looking for produ- production. You yeah. know, and I think that's. I think that's a big thing. You that's know, big, yeah. For people yeah. that are productive on the college. <laughs> right. You know, if you're going to get, yeah, if you're going to get players from other colleges, look for ones that have actually produced. And I think <laughs> all four of the ones that she got out of the transfer portal 
fit that to a T. So I, that was kind of cool. Yeah, very good. And uh, they've got that foreign tour coming up, um, right. Greece and Italy coming up in August. I've always thought, especially for the men, I think it would be the same for the women, I mean, that just gives you a, a leg up, you know, with the practices you get going into that and just the team bonding that takes place on a trip like that. I think those are really pluses. Yeah, and particularly nowadays, John, with it, it's almost like it'd be great if you could do a foreign tour every year. Sure. Because this is, this, it, it's not going anywhere. The transfer portal, the NIL and all that stuff, you're going to change so much every year. She talked about it yesterday. They've got... I mean, when you count Asia Blackwell and Dre Edwards, who Asia played a little bit, Dre didn't play at all, you've basically got seven newcomers to this team with five returning players. So this will really help them. I mean, they're going to have some extra practice time, but then over there they're going to have some time together. They're going to be able to bond and, and, you know, really get to kind of see what this team is made of, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think it'll be huge for them and, and huge for the men, too, going to France. Yeah, absolutely, both with foreign tours this summer. All right, Jerry, thanks very much. Take care of that knee, and uh, appreciate you being on with us. John, I had one more thing. Oh, okay, yes. This may be breaking news. I didn't breaking know news. Aaron? FAUDO, did you see that? I did see that. Hang on, stand by. There you go, the news sounder. Give us the breaking news. FAUDO is retiring as a player, and he is going to be an assistant coach with Quinn Snyder with the Atlanta Hawks. How about that. Uh, yeah, so great great for him to get his start in coaching. I believe the story said, which this just seems odd, but they, I think the story said he's 36. Good grief. Is that right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, I mean, he was like probably 23 when he left here. Yeah, so yeah. That's about right. So, yeah, F.A. Udo starting his coaching career. You heard it here first on the John Morris Show. <laughs> Thanks for the promo. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you, you very much. Drop, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank yeah. you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate All right. It. All right. Jerry Hill with us uh, from Baylor Athletics, Baylor Athletic Communications. I'm a little worried about the knee injury. I hate if that. Jerry can't dance. Jerry's not Jerry. <laughs> it's going to slow down the dancing, right. I think. It could probably st- if If you're going to have a knee injury, meniscus is probably the best because yeah. there's a lot well, of other things in there. That, yeah, I understand. But. Anything else in their tears, it's it's a little more That's true. rehabilitation. And this is the right time of year to do it. Absolutely. Give him some not rehab that, time. Not that a torminiscus is a, is a minor thing, right. but it's minor compared to like an ACL or UCL That's or true. anything like that. And so, we're not making light of it one day. No, bit. absolutely not. <laughs> so I really hope he's a, okay to dance pretty soon. Yeah, need to get him back on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right, great to visit with Jerry. We appreciate him. Let's